Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. If you could hear me, I want to welcome everybody to Voice of the People USA presents the America Rising Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. I want to thank everybody who is listening and giving us a chance and giving us a shot. This is all a new process to us, so we are uh, we're learning as we go along here, but happy to be a part of this. And I think the reason why I wanted to do this was because feel that it's important to have as much as a presence anyway to you know to get different ideas out there to get different thoughts and opinions out there and everything else and my group my name is Daniel Sprigglia by the way I'm the host and president and founder of Voice of the People USA and basically what we got going on here is we started in 2007 Started in 2007 holding rallies here in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, protesting illegal immigration. And that's what we did, you know. That's what we had going on for quite some time. And nevertheless, as as things moved forward and we kept going forward, noticed that there's other issues out there that need to be addressed, that need to be spoken out about. So what we do is we hold massive public rallies. It's how we roll, basically. And we believe that there's a lot of power in the people, not people that, you know, want to run everything and want to, uh, you know, be the, <laughs> the domineering name in a grassroots movement. Once you try to control a grassroots movement, you're in a bad, bad, bad place. That's what it comes down to. All right? Only the people control the grassroots movement in this country. And whether it be a tea party or be whatever – the people are in charge. Bottom line. No exception at all. So, what we do, since we're a little bit different, we kind of go against the, I don't know, go against the fringe, if you will. And we're not liked by many because we don't subscribe to people who tell us what we can and can't do. It's not how we operate. It's never going to be how we operate. We do what we do. Because we believe that every issue needs to be addressed. Every issue needs to be addressed. Not just taxation, not just corruption. Include them all. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going out there and, and saying the things that need to be said. You know? And that's kind of how we feel anyway. So, moving forward, we've held countless, countless, countless rallies against illegal immigration, that we also dealt with political corruption, political suppression, things like that. And just on June 5th, we actually held our big rally in Phoenix, Arizona, called Phoenix Rising. And we did that because we believe it needed to be support for Arizona for trying to follow the, you know, the Constitution, follow the rule of law. We didn't find that to be a problem. 
He found it to be a good thing, something that needed to be addressed. Yet, all we see him with hatred and animosity towards the state for doing the job that the federal government wouldn't do, or at least attempting to do so, so we got involved. Had a big rally there, very successful. It was definitely great, and we loved it. <laughs> we absolutely loved it. But to move forward in a way that, I don't know, in a, in a way to really bring more people in, you've got to address everything. Because what we don't have nowadays is groups out there addressing every issue. Certain Tea Party groups are afraid to address illegal immigration. Why? I have no idea. But we're not protesting illegal immigration. We are pro-immigration. We're pro-legal immigration. Why is that so hard to understand is beyond me. I have no idea. Nevertheless, that's what we're about. We support the legal way of doing things, the right way, instead of embracing and rewarding those who come here the wrong way, the illegal way. So, what's wrong with that? That's how I look at it. Anyway, so what I'm doing now is starting the America Rising campaign. And America Rising is pretty much going to be what I'm hoping to be an answer to those that want to control a grassroots movement, that want to somehow tell people that their best interests represent and reflect their best interests and try to get rich and notoriety and all other crap that people try to do with trying to control movements. You cannot control the flow, the passion, and the will of the American people. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're full of it. So what we're doing with America Rising is we're always going to address pro-immigration and pro-immigration enforcement issues because it's important. It's important to national security. It's important to everything that we believe in. In a post-9-11 America, National security is very, very, very important. And we have a lapse on our borders. We have a lapse on our waterways. Our country is being invaded, and nobody's doing anything about it. So, nevertheless, here we are. America Rising, that's going to be something that we're going to address all the issues. Something big, obviously, Second Amendment rights. Tenth Amendment rights, giving power to the states to enforce the laws and the rules as deemed appropriate by their constitution, by the U.S. Constitution, giving power back to the states rather than this, this oppression that we feel from the federal government, which is basically bleeding our states dry. I mean, again, going back to Arizona, we have the federal government suing a state for trying to enforce and enact federal law. There's a problem there. But nevertheless, that's why the Tenth Amendment is, is so vast. But there's so many things that need to be really educated. People need to be educated on that. They need to learn about what they can do, what their states can do, that they don't have to fall under this, this iron fist of the federal government. There is something more they could do. Then the Fourteenth Amendment, that's another big issue, everything from anchor babies to <laughs> you name it, it's included. We want to include all the issues because people care about more than one issue. They care more about health. It's not just, they're going to talk about health care, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it. 
Yeah, they're upset about it. They're angry about it. But you know what? People are concerned about other things. They're concerned about the taxation. They're, they're concerned about the list goes on and on and on and on. And what we want to do, what we are going to do is open it up for everybody to be as one, to be united as one. We don't have to have a thousand rallies against illegal immigration anymore. Okay? Those days are over. We can be included as something more, as a more powerful and effective entity if people are willing to stand together as one and say, here's the laundry list of what's wrong with this country, and here's what we need to do to fix it. What do we do moving forward? Do we fall in line and follow the four or five or six people that try to run the Tea Party movement and only listen to what they say, only subscribe to their beliefs, only do as they tell us? Are we puppets? Are we on their strings? No. We are free-thinking individuals with free will, and we can address and stand up for and against what we want any time we want, any place we want, because we are Americans and we're entitled to that. And it's time to start believing that. So, this campaign moving forward is going to run, it's going to be a two-year campaign, actually, but we're going to run it in a whole different way. I've been, I fell victim to holding rallies that were, you know, kind of a one-issue thing. And it's never something that I wanted. But it was something that needed to be done because it hadn't been done. So we did it. But now, what do the people want? What do all of you want? People want to feel like they're included into something. They're a part of something more. That some, some way, somehow, somebody out there gets it. And we want to offer that to everybody else. We want to offer that to all of you and say, you can come and stand with us as we advocate the best of America, as we talk about what's good with America, what's right with this country, and then we address what's wrong and we move forward in a united front as to how to fix it. That's what we can do. That's what we have to do. Rather than this back and forth, you know, I, can't, I can't deal with this person because they're a part of this group and this and that. Those days have to come to an end, because if it doesn't, we're going to continue to spin out of control, and the people will continue to be co-opted and basically used as nothing more than pawns in a bigger entity's self-interest. No more. We need to move forward in a different way, in a different light. And I'm hoping that all of you can get behind this. I'm hoping that all of you can see where I'm coming from, because this is what I see. This is how I look at it. How can we move forward in a better direction, in a more positive direction, and fix what ails this country if we're not standing together? We have to be the ones to do it. We have to be the ones to take that step, to take that leap. And I believe that we can if you're willing to try, if you're willing to join in not in just this effort. I'm not saying that America Rising is the way to go that this is, this is it, everybody can do their own thing. Nobody should be controlling anybody. What we're asking for is for people to stand up as one, to come together as one. I mean, look at the, look at the spending issue in Washington. Spending is out of control. Now they have the, the defense appropriations bill or defense spending bill, and what do they attach to it? They attach amnesty to it for illegal immigrants. Why? Because they're trying to snowball an already distracted public. 
The people need to remain informed. They need to remain educated on everything and anything that's out there that is affecting our way of lives as Americans. That's what we need. There's no other way. And I will never, ever, ever accept and sit back and say, well, I want to do something about that. I want to talk about that issue, but I can't because it may not make me popular. To hell with that. To hell with worrying about being called names, being stereotyped, being demonized. I'm tired of that. A little bit of a backstory, not that people really want to know, but I'm going to share anyway because it's strange talking into a phone and just rambling for an hour. Some of you that know me know that I'm good at that, but it's odd when other people are listening, and there are. When we started holding rallies opposed to the illegal alien invasion, um, people said that, you know, we're, we're all these bad things, big, bad, scary things, but we weren't. We stand with people from all across the world that came here legally, that came here the right way, that respect the rule of law and abide by the same rule of law and the same principles and rules that we have to follow. They want the best for themselves. They go through the process to come to this country the right way, the correct way. There's nothing wrong with that. We support that. We advocate for that. Other groups that sit behind a computer and send out emails all day. They send out email after email. Give us your money. Give us your money. Give us your money. Accomplishing what? I have no idea. But regardless, they sure as hell want your money. So, okay, look at their mission statements. Look at what they want. They're opposed to immigration, period. They're opposed to anybody else coming into this country. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd like to see everything fixed here for all of us before we invite other people to this country, but is that really the American way? Is that really what we stand for as a nation? We are a melting pot. We are a nation built by immigrants. That is what makes us so beautiful and so wonderful and so different from the rest. We welcome those who want to come here and be a part of this dream. So we decided not to associate with groups that want to halt immigration altogether. Well, now we're getting hatred from people on our own side, supposedly. Like, everything has a side. Everybody has to take a stand. And I'm on this side. You're on that side. And we may be on the same side, but... You talk about something I don't agree with, so instead of coming together and talking about it, instead of listening to somebody else's point of view, you're immediately casted as an enemy or labeled as something else. Wake up! I mean, really? This has to stop. This has to come to an end, and not just with that issue, but all the issues. Again, look at the Tea Party. Ladies and gentlemen, if anybody out there is listening, anybody, Please know that we support the Tea Party activists across this country. Yeah, when we started, there was no Tea Party activists, and it was rough. And now we're joined by thousands and thousands, if not millions, of great, dedicated patriots across this country, and I love them all. It's great to see people caring enough to take their time out of their life to come out and take a stand for something they believe in. That's incredible. That's amazing. But... When people like Dick Army and Freedom Works try to co-opt and take over the Tea Party movement, you have a problem. For all the people out there that that do want our borders secure, that do want a strong sense of national security, look at the man who leads Freedom Works, Dick Army. 
somebody who is opposed to any type of national security bill that includes enforcing our laws, enforcing our immigration laws, protecting our borders, checking ships when they come up. The list goes on. This man is lower than scum. He is the antithesis of what a piece of trash is in my eyes. He is a lowlife. He is a money-hungry whore that only cares about what will keep his name out there in the media and what will get his group more money so they can go and attach their name to somebody else's efforts, take it over, and then if that event should fail, well, then Freedom Works had nothing to do with that. It was the other ones. They screwed it up. But Freedom Works comes out squeaky clean. People, we have Tea Party Patriots. We have Tea Party Nation, Tea Party Live, Tea Party Express, Tea Party U.S., Tea Party This, Tea Party That. Tell me why a handful of people can branch off into their own thing and call themselves something different while latching on to the name Tea Party, but then not including others from other groups because they don't believe the same thing or they don't stand for the same thing or they're not under their banner. Wake up. Last year's 9-12 march on D.C. was a tremendous success because of a lot of hard work. And a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into that. And one of the people we just recently came in contact with, thanks to our friends of the Sons of Liberty Riders, is Wendy Gumpert. She was somebody that was working with Unite in Action and involved in about 9,000 other grassroots organizations and campaigns, working tirelessly, nonstop, not getting paid to put these events together, to put the 9-12 March on D.C. together and look at the outcome. Tremendous success. Did Freedom Works get in there at the end and try to take it over with their little text messaging things and everything else? Of course. But nevertheless, it was an effort of people coming together in a short time and putting together something amazing. I commend them. We're honored now that Wendy Gumpert is actually helping out my group, Voice of the People, and America Rising. And, of course, she works with the Sons of Liberty Riders as their PR person. And we're blessed to have somebody like that on our side. Look at the 9-12 March this year. Now, I didn't go. I'm not going to lie. But what happened there? What happened at this year's 9-12 March? The numbers were, I think, more than 50% lower. I, I don't even know how you would gauge that. And if somebody else knows how to, how to do comparisons, please feel free. But the numbers were pretty much dreadful. Why? Why? Because people can see through the facade. They can see through the BS. They see through people trying to control other people. They don't want to be a part of that. They want to feel included as one. They want to feel like they're a part of something. They want to feel like they matter, and they don't. So people get tired. They get upset. They don't want to, they don't want to stand with something that they almost feel... I don't know, outcasted from, if you will. That's a good word to use. I don't even know. And people are waking up. They're seeing that there's something wrong with the picture. There's something wrong with what's going on. It's not the same Tea Party it was a year ago. And the grassroots effort, the Tea Party said that it's run by the people, for the people. Up. Oh, hang on one second. We have a caller here.
Don't don't mind me. Hello? Somebody there. Hey, I've seen a caller. I got hi. excited. How you doing? Hi, how you doing? All right. Go ahead. Great, great. I was just listening to your show, and uh, I sort of agree and disagree with some of the things you're saying. Uh, one of the things that I hear consistently is you saying we should all be together, we should all get together, and, 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 and make this country run right. Uh, let me tell you something. As a military veteran, as a military veteran, I don't need Sean Hannity to tell me I'm a great American. You know what I'm saying? When we go in the military, we're told, hey, the president is the commander-in-chief. We should always respect and honor the commander-in-chief. Regardless of what, that makes one country. It doesn't make one country with all this bickering. No matter what we do, it seems, if we throw all these bums out of office, Democrats, Republicans, whoever they are, if we throw them all out, we're just going to get a new set of bums. Do we need another system? You know what? And that's something, first off, let me address, as always, thank you for your service, and I, too, a military veteran, so God bless you. And... I couldn't agree more. And that, and that, don't mind my, my rough start here because it's strange talking to nobody. But I'm happy you were listening. Yeah, Thank I you. <laughs> but, um, you're 100% right. Now, I, I've been a lifelong Republican, but should I have faith in the Republican Party? Did they not have control once, too? And what did they do? Nothing. <laughs> the Democrats have yeah. control. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats have control. What do they do? Nothing. So it's just a continuance of just a constant screw job, and we all have to sit back and take it. And that's why, and don't mind me, I blow you too much, I talk a lot, but people think that the answer is in one election in 2010. That's a start, but you and I both know that people are going to say what people want to hear to get elected. That's what it's all about. Exactly. They're going to lie. Yeah. They're going to lie. Get their free meal ticket. <laughs> That's exactly what we're giving them, a free meal ticket. You're 100% right. They're going to ride whatever they can to get to where they want to be, and they don't give a damn about us. They don't care about what, what ails us, you know, how we're constantly living beneath the poverty level at times, and all we want to do is, you know, we made the mistake of fighting for our country, which I don't regret at all, but it seems like all of us and all everyday people we're pushed to the back of the line while these other people, they think there's something great, they believe their own hype, and they're getting rewarded for screwing us over. And exactly. And, and, and there's two things that I see fundamentally, fundamentally so wrong. One, it seems like the president is con consistently berated. Berated. I mean, he's been treated very badly. And he's the leader of our country. Regardless, whether we, we like that person or not, if we're going to be following line, then we should respect him as we respected all the other presidents that came before him and all the presidents that have come after him. Secondly, let me, let me tell you about some things that I see right here. And I'm living in Atlanta, Georgia. I see this. I walked into the other day. I took my son. He needed to get food stamps unemployed. I go into, I go in there. Do you know there's actually somebody that has to interpret for all the people in there? And I'm like, you know, this is wrong. There's something wrong here. There's something fundamentally wrong, and we gave it away 20 or 30 years ago. That's when, it, when the issue of immigration and control of immigration should have been taken care of. 
But we've reached this point where we still have to do something. But we can't point fingers at everybody else now. It's something that should have been done 20 or 30 years ago. We're we're doing nothing more than we're feeling the the effects of a failed policy for decades. And I want to go back to your first point, and that's something that being somebody who survived 9-11, lost family in 9-11, I I thank President Bush for what he did, and he's Mm -hmm. somebody that I respect. And President Bush was attacked. He was attacked constantly and called names, and it was wrong. Right. And the same thing. Exactly. And the same thing should be said. Now, everybody, freedom of speech, yes, of course. But what makes us better, if we're out here trying to say that we want to stand together as one to make this country better, if we're standing there calling this president or any president names and cursing him and doing all this, we look pathetic. We look We look pathetic. We look so stupid right now in the eyes of the rest of the world that it's almost a joke. (laughs) It's a joke, almost. I mean, it, does it really show that we're the United States? You have people, you have people out there that sincerely care. They take to the streets because they want, they want to feel like they're a part of something and send a message. Okay, but then you get the other elements that want to sit there and and call names and and constantly, constantly criticize, but not offer any solutions. I don't know. I don't know what the solutions are. All I do know is we need to learn from our history. We need to learn from the past, and until we do that. Nothing's going to change. And if we can't come together as one now, even on a grassroots level, and try to stand up together and actually do something more, to be something more, then what are we? And hang on one second. I've got another caller here, okay? Stick okay, with me. Well, thank you. I'm going I'm to hang on and listen, okay? Thanks. Okay. Right. Thank you. Call back again, please. God bless. Okay. Certainly will. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Caller, you're online. Hey, I was hoping the other caller would stay online. I had some uh, disagreements, but I, I guess I missed that opportunity. That's okay. He's still listening. Feel free. Well, I, I think an issue is it's you know it's inherently obvious to everybody that you know mistakes have been made and policies have been weak. Uh, you need to stay on your ground with what you're saying, Mr. Host, and uh, and, and not, not apologize if, if that's how you feel. That's how you feel. You bring up some excellent points that there needs to be a new regime of constituents that stick together and, and deal with the the issues at hand. And right. uh, all these Obama supporters, they do the same thing every time, man. It's it's blame somebody else, blame somebody else. And what I was going to say to him is, I don't care if you're a vet or not, I am as well. Uh, I'm a combat veteran. And I tell you right now, I don't respect this president. Absolutely do not respect this president. We We are in the worst economical times. That this country has been in, we we have the the a climate around us that that is is as tumultuous as pre World War II when when it comes to our foreign affairs. We we have 52 percent of this country that's not paying into the tax system. We have will nots that are completely living off of social services. We treat our veterans like crap. You know they, they the government wants to take control of everything from from business to health care to et cetera et cetera. No, I, I don't respect the president. I think he's a joke. I think he's out there on vacation all the time. He throws a $150 million inauguration party when people in this country are having a hard time putting food on the table. He's a joke. And uh, that, that's and, what I wanted to say. Well, and again, I have to fall back. You see, I'm right down the middle. I, I want to be, be better than what 
the opposition likes to label us and what the left likes to demonize us with. But I see that it's counter. I don't like the way the military has been treated. I don't like our national security policies. I don't like what has become of this country under this commander-in-chief, most definitely. And that's something that I hold true to. And I'm not going to go up there and call them names and this and that, but we're going to lay out what's happened. And that's what I think you did very well. And it's hard to respect somebody that you feel doesn't respect you. And that's what it comes down to. Our president now, like many presidents before, seems to play to a base. They don't play to the American people. They play to a base. They play to special interests. They play to their party line. They play to whoever's going to support them and give them what they want, more time to rape us more, to screw us over more, to bleed our country dry. That's what they want, and that's what they do. They do it consistently, and they do it well. And it's unfortunate. Go ahead. This guy is going to put us into a chapter that is going to be embarrassing for us, for our great-grandchildren and our grandchildren. I'm telling you right now. Fundamentally, we're, you know, and, and I hate to hash up old things, but since there's been no offer of proof and a complete dismissal by our justice system, there's no proof been allotted or offered, supplied, or proven that he, he's even eligible to be the president in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, okay? you know, and when, when, when this is looked at historically speaking, and, and we the people who were given directions by our forefathers – not to allow and not to tolerate tyranny from our own government. They're going to, we are going to be looked at as, as instead of the greatest generation, like those that were involved in World War II, they're going to call us the foolish generation because we, we, we allow this to happen. We, we allow people, and I think everybody should vote, but you know what? We've got to come up with a better system. When, when you said Thomas Jefferson told us years and years and years and years ago that if you, if you allow the will-nots to continue to vote, they're going to vote themselves into laziness. They're going to vote themselves into uh, complete support by the rest of the country. Everything that our forefathers warned us about, we're doing now. Everything. No, you are correct. And, um, caller, I think we have our previous caller back on, actually. Yes, I, I had to come back after listening to his comments. First, to begin with, let me tell you this. So he's, he's not with the country. He's against the country because, once again, as you said, we all have to, to meet a common ground and come together in order. This is not Obama's supporter. If Obama does a bad job in four years, Obama's out. Get the next guy. We, we went through the Great Depression. How did the country survive then? They survived on hope. They survived on exactly. They survived on. Huh? Hello? Who's it? Who's yes, the against the country? How, how did I say what? That you're against the country? Because you, you, you're not trying to support it. If you're going to support it, you're going to support it all the way, through the bad times as well as the good times. This is a bad time. This president it, probably, it, it, maybe it's 90%, will yeah, not I, be I, reelected. I, That's fine. But you, that does not mean that you should disrespect anybody. I voted for George Bush, and I voted for, for, for Barack Obama, okay? So don't tell me I'm playing sides. I'm playing for whoever I believe will do the best job. That's what the country was founded on. You're forgetting all the principles I, I, I really, of that. I really don't care who you voted for, okay? I, 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 I don't, yeah, and, and I really don't care who you voted for. What I'm saying to you is, is that the country was founded on specific principles. 
specific principles. Remember that. It's not about yeah. you or me. It's about the whole country. If the country is going to survive, we're going to have to meet a common ground. And now here's, okay. here's where I want to jump in here, and I'm not trying to cut anybody short. Please, no. But see, this, this lively debate, difference of opinion, but again, we have the same goal. We all want what's best for this country. And both of you agree that our system is flawed, our system needs to be changed, and the very base, there's, there's a corruption there that has stretched through the ages. That's what it's all about. This is where we need to, and I'm not sitting here trying to sell this lovey-dovey, everybody hold hands and whatever, but I believe that what we need here is in order to not be divided, because all of us feel that we've been betrayed. We feel that we've been let down. All I want to see, and this is just my point, I'm putting it out there, and then you guys go back to talking. But all I want to see is people to come together, not be disincluded because they're, they're pro-immigration enforcement and this Tea Party group doesn't want to talk about immigration, so you're not welcome. Or you're not welcome because you want to talk about um, military rights or defense. It's time to break those walls down. It's time to stop with this back-and-forth crap and to stand up on the one thing that we all have in common. We all want what's best for this country. Do we all know the way to get there? No, we don't. But we know, we know that there's power in the people. We the people. That's where the power lies. That's what we need to stay focused on. That's what we need to move forward with. That is what I'm trying to do. Because when I've gone out there, I've had over 300 rallies. And we don't get money. We don't get funded. Hell, we never even took donations before. We've always done it just because we believed in it. And I'm a broke person, but we find ways. And I've seen the best of America out there. I've seen the best of the people. And all these people, they may have differences here and there, but they all are there for one reason, because they love their country. And both of you love this country. I love this country. We all fought for this country. How do we move forward from there? Go ahead and keep talking. I'm sorry. Well, host, I, I didn't want to interrupt you out of respect for your show, but I, I'd love I'd love for you, sir, to explain to me how I don't support the United States of America. Well, first, to begin with, uh, the president is the commanding chief. Yeah, I'm well. You aware. know that when you swore when you swore into the office into the military of the United States of America, what did you have to say? Did you believe I'm what well you said? Oh, you just said it so well you could get into the military. I'm, I'm, huh? I'm, make your point. Okay. That, that is my point. Okay. Well, that is my point. The I mean, here's the problem. The president that I, of the United States. If I can have a second. If I can have a second. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, well, I'm, I've taken that, that, that oath twice, okay, in my military career and my law enforcement career. My so family has been here since before we were a country. Okay? Mm -hmm. I have never had any social service. I pay taxes. I've never been in trouble. I fought for this country, and I continue to fight for this country. My issue is, and I, I will trace, if you have the time, I'll call you privately, and I will tell you all yeah. the details, all the way back to Woodrow Wilson, where right. this country started, started going wrong. My issue is, for whatever reason, the, the greater American populace has recently discovered that we have a major problem. 
I feel that our current president is not addressing the issues of the people. I, I have I can't tell you the last time in American history, and, and I'm quite a historian, not to toot my own horn, that that our presidential regime would completely and utterly disregard what the majority of this country wants. This guy does not act like a president. He acts like a premier. While, while you and I, and, and the host apparently, and, and many listeners and many people involved are vets, while people are struggling, both in the public and the private sector, while people are barely paying their bills, this guy is gallivanting around on vacation after vacation. Okay, I could give you some staggering figures, my friend. Let, let me tell you what the United States of America, with our stimulus taxes, my friend, do you know we spent $825,000 to teach African men how to wash their penises? That's our tax money. Do you know we spent a million dollars to study cow flatulence? Do you know we spent another million dollars to study the effects of cocaine on monkeys? We currently have a, a million-dollar grant studying the effects of cocaine on quail, which is a game bird. $150 million inauguration party. We're, we're, as taxpayers, we're paying for this family to bring their friends to Spain. And just one cost that comes to mind is a cost to taxpayers of $70,000 a day for security. They have a family pet. Do you have a family pet, sir? Uh, no. Hello? Can't okay, afford I, a family I have dogs. Pet. I have dogs. I can't afford you a family pet. pet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got kids. Okay. okay. Right. Let me let, let me tell you this. We as taxpayers, we pay for the Obama family dogs handler. If you copy what I'm saying there, one hundred and two thousand dollars a year. We pay somebody to take care of the Obama family pet. Sir, there's this okay. one thing, and I, I hate to interrupt you, you, but I want you to keep going. Because this is what, you, what you're telling me is just, you, you, you're giving me reasons why you don't respect this guy, but these are things that have been going on for the last ten presidents. Guarantee you, you, take my word for this, take my word for this, I personally know this. Okay, listen to me. You, 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 okay. This doesn't make any difference to us anymore. What we need to do is get rid of all of this stuff. We need to get rid that's, of it. As a matter of fact, what, I'm driving down the street the today. I see his, That's what that's I see his sign. Right, yeah, I, I agree. No, 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 but I agree. But you, you're not going to blame it on one person. I drove down no. the street today, and I, I, for the first time I noticed a sign. It says, this road is being reconstructed by the American Reinvestment Act. And I'm thinking to myself, this sign probably costs a hundred friggin' dollars. What the who 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 comes up with these ideas? It's not the president. It is the people surrounding the president. Just like George Bush had some idiots that surrounded him and gave him bad advice. I think there's a bunch of idiots around Obama giving him bad advice. We got to get rid of the idiots. That's exactly what we're saying. My point is that exactly. But my 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 irritation with you was number one that I don't support America. I don't know anybody that is okay. Uh, 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 okay, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to repeal. I'm going to repeal what I said. But I, I, all I'm saying is, 
And I, all I want to say is, I'm sorry for saying that because you are a veteran. I, I do, and I do respect you. Listen to what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is that we have to come to a common ground, one way or the other. We all ain't gonna agree on everything. It's no way possible that everybody's gonna agree on everything. And if we, if we keep pointing fingers at everybody and every person and everything they do, we're never going to get to the place we need to be. We keep pointing fingers instead of taking the action necessary. If we put you're, every you're one right. of those you, you, you dirt and I, bags. You and I agree on that. You okay, and I agree on that. Every one of them dirt bags out of Washington, D.C., I'm saying every one of them, every exactly. last one of them. If you look at the Constitution, okay, our forefathers were smart enough to realize that we actually wanted to stay away from career politicians. Right. If, if you look at, yeah. at the power of the yeah. Act of Congress, they were actually supposed to be part-time politicians that would re be reimbursed for travel. They were supposed to support, re exactly. represent their yeah. constituents for a period of four years and then return back to their normal life, whatever it may be, whether it was farming or as an employee, for example. What we've allowed is, is, is we have career politicians who, who, who get to take time off of their appointed positions to run for another position at the expense of the taxpayers with the support of special interest groups. That, that, and 87% of our federal representatives are attorneys. Okay, that, that, that's a big problem. Okay. Right. Exactly. What we need is regular people with term limits, and we need to develop some type of of, of manner. And we have the inner, we have all these other avenues where we can get honest to goodness, true representatives of the American people, not some kid that grew up as, as a you know multimillionaire goes to Harvard and gets a a degree in law and you a degree in, in political science, and then goes out and tells you and I what decisions we should make, even though they're exactly. not exactly the same rules exactly. and regulations. How many of them have an M16 in their hand? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, they, they send all of us idiots out there with M16s in our hands. That's right. Evidently. Okay? And, and that's what we need to change. You know, we need guys I mean, like you and me and the, your neighbor and everybody else to get involved and say, our political system, we as the people, we have allowed you to become corrupt. Exactly. We have allowed we, we, look at the Look at the Bush family. We might not agree. We still might not agree, but we have to have one fundamental principle, and that's we're going to agree that we're going to move this country forward, and we're going to we're going to move forward, and we're going to we're going to have to agree on something in order to move the country forward in the best possible position. Let me tell you this: when 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 Obama took office, it it it, it was a setup for failure, and he's done a terrible job. He he's done even more damage than what was already going on. I can't completely blame George Bush. at 7-Eleven. That's right, of course, because, listen, I, I watched George Bush. He was surrounded by a bunch of idiots. I mean, we've got billions of dollars unaccounted for. We've got millions, I won't say billions, dollars unaccounted for in Iraq. Was it a good idea to go to Iraq? Of course. I support whatever the president and, and his intelligence is. If we're going to fight a war, then let's, let's fight a war. We, we could have finished this in 18 months. Exactly, people. Now you think it. I got to think. It's like in Afghanistan. Why are we still there? We're fighting rocks. Why are we shooting at them rocks? Why are we shooting at rocks? You know what? Let me, 
let me let me check. Okay. If, if you could take up MacArthur and Patton and sprinkle magic dust on them and said, "Look, we, you know, September 11th happened. We have a real terrorism problem in this country." They would have got together. We would have went full bore, and in 18 months, after we would have been home. We would have had a parade. Not <laughs> nine years later. Let me say right. something. Here's here's what my big thing is. We worry so much about rebuilding and taking care of everybody else, we need to start right. focusing that energy on this country. Just like with, right. you know, natural disasters that happen, like tsunamis and earthquakes and things like that, we spend millions and millions because we're a nation that does that. But who helps us? Who helps Florida when they get hit with hurricanes? Hey, guys, man, who do, us? We yeah, need to you start guys are both in the military. Do you know, do you know how many soldiers... Do you know how many foreign soldiers since the Revolutionary War are buried on American soil? you know how many? I don't know. Probably at least a million. No, no, none. Zero. None? Since, since, since the, uh, the ending oh, of the Revolutionary War. Soil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's no soldiers buried on U.S. soil. But we have, we have young men and women buried all over the planet. Correct. Okay? And I'm sorry about what happened to the Haitian people. God bless them, and God protect them, and God love them. But it's not my fault. They had to, you know what, they came from the cave people just the same time we did. It's not my fault they live in Burlap. It's, 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 it's yeah, not exactly. my fault. No, no, it is. It's, it's no, not no, my responsibility no, to bail them out. Yeah, now, if you are on a national talk show, they would right, right away say that you are so insensitive to other, <laughs> other people. But here's my point. We live here in America. This is what I'm right. sensitive to, and we're not being sensitive uh, uh, to... Yeah, we, we, we have a failing education system. We have kids that are starving in this country, and, exactly. and everybody's worried about what's going on. It's, it's just like right. the slavery thing. It's just like the slavery thing. That, that ended 150 years ago. The same tribes in exactly. Africa that sold slaves to America are still doing it to this day. Wait a minute. Now you hit, a, you hit a nerve right there, something that really bothers me. Listen to this. So my family immigrated to this country. My grandmother came here in 1929 from Trinidad. However, because my predominant color is black, I'm considered to be a black person. But that's not necessarily true because my great-grandmother never spoke English. But it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care about all that. But here's the thing that really kills me is that we sit down, and they sit down and we cry about, oh, slavery, the white man has us in bondage. But you know what? Get your ass up and do some work. Do something that will forward yourself, and, and we won't have these type of problems. I think, I think you know what? Mandatory military uh, registration and, and service should be, should be put in America, too. I'd like some of these people, the ones that are too soft, then they, need, they need to go in there and, and learn something, learn a little, uh, you know. Let, get a little responsibility put in his back. Correct. <laughs> now, gentlemen. Hey, man, gentlemen. I'll, I'll have a beer with you any time, man. You're making a lot of sense to me. <laughs> okay. I've got to ask to both of you, okay? I, I, have uh-huh. another caller, I have another caller on the line, so I want to bring them on. So I'm going I'm to have to cut because I'm running out of time. But what I want to know is, will you actually listen again next week? Will you give me a shot? I certainly will. I'm on BTL all the time, will. brother. I'm, I'm Liberty's son. I'm, I'm all over the place with this thing. I love it. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Me too. And, and, I can't tell you and actually, I love I'll, be having 
I'll be having this. I'll, I'll be having a blog talk show myself soon, coming up in the next week or two. So, but okay. you got to keep talking about that. Send me an email. Okay, yeah, send certainly me will. All right, gentlemen. I don't want to thank get you. you guys short. I want to bring the last one, but thank you. I love it. All, All right, thank you. All right, we'll talk soon. Safe and God bless you. Okay, God bless you. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Caller, are you there? Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. You're on. Sorry for the wait. Okay. I have a question about, um, I, I, I heard about our conversation, but, um, there's like, Right things, like, we all have our own opinions, right? There's the right things and the wrong things, but um, about, I, what I want to say is that everything you said is kind of true, mm-hmm. from what I heard. But I have a question uh, in, like, what is happening uh, with the state? What is happening with Obama? Like, like, um, what I, like, what I mean is that uh, he has, he has said a lot of things that, that he's going to do these four years that he's going to have. In the in, in office, but the thing is that two years, two three years have passed. Nothing he has done. He's done nothing. Well, let's look at let's look at health care. He had to pass the Obamacare, the health care thing, because people in this country don't have health care. But it doesn't get implemented until 2014, and so nobody, nobody that is without health care is getting any type of a special treatment other than us footing the bill for them. So that was his big push. It needs to be done now. It needs to be done now. But it got passed, and what's changed? Now, has premiums gone up? Of course. Do insurance rates go up? Yeah. But what has been done to help anybody? It's all talk. It's all done to appease and to keep a base happy. And that's what we spoke about before. And I'm happy you were listening because that's, that's where we have the problem. That's where we have the fundamental problem in this country because people, they all feel generally the same. Like, no matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever, you feel like you're not being listened to. Like, nothing is being done to help you or I. We're sitting here to suffer, and then, you know, everybody wants to buy our vote, wants to buy our participation, wants to buy our caring. But who cares about us? Who cares about what's really wrong? That's why, that's why what we're preaching here, moving forward this campaign, is about coming together, is about standing as one, because we can't have these separate quadrants of people. We can't have people standing over here because they believe in this, and then another group of people that may believe some of the things they believe, but they're standing over here because they're not included. We should all be included. All of our concerns... Everything that matters to us as Americans should be dealt with and brought up with in the most public way and in the loudest way possible because that's the only power that we the people have. Elections, yeah, they're big, but you know what? Ultimately, they're going to do what they want to do. We need to drive that bus. We need to take that lead and really show some force. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry I talked to him so much. No, sir. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. All right. So, so everybody, I got to admit that this has been an experiment, but I love it. I'm having a great time. Block Talk Radio is pretty cool. So I want to thank everybody that has 
stuck with us. And you see that? We had people calling in. They had the same basic beliefs, but a couple differences here and there. By the end, everybody was okay. <laughs> and that's what matters. So you know what? I love it. I love this. But that's what it's all about. This is what it's all about, coming together. We all share commonalities. It's time to expose them and deal with them and bring them up and bring them to light because if we don't, we're going to continue to be divided. And we have to move past being divided and stand up together as one solid unit. Until we do that, we are fractioned, we are divided, and we give them what they want. And when I say them, the ones who say that everybody that takes to the street are you know, evil, racist, are bad people, are this, are that. No. No. Simply put, we are American citizens. We are not owned by a party line. We are not owned by an R or a D or an I or a C. We are owned by one thing and one thing only, our free will, our love for country, and we are all united under one flag. And we want what's best for America. That is it. It's time to stop saying that we can only stand up and believe in something and be a part of something as long as somebody else tells us it's okay. As long as we give our monthly donation, our yearly donation, as long as we pay into the grassroots movement. We are the grassroots movement, people. We are what is going to change this country for the better or for the worse. It's up to us. That time is coming, and we have to stand up as a solid and united front. Until we do that, we're going to remain broken. We're going to remain divided. We could send a message. Even though I am a Republican, I don't have faith in the Republican Party. They're nothing more than liars and hypocrites and frauds as well, just like the Democrats, just like independents. You know what? We are all independent to an extent because we are independent thinkers, and we are given the right to free will. Start utilizing that. Start believing that. Start believing in yourselves and believing that you're a part of something bigger and better than what's just wrong with this nation. We're not a part of the problem any longer. We have to move forward to be part of the solution. And until we do that, until we do that, and until we can find commonalities and stand together as one, we're never going to move forward. And I believe that all of you out there that listen to this show today, that gave this know-nothing person the chance, for everybody that decided to just tune in, you tuned in because you care. You tuned in because... You're believing in something. You're angry about something. You're happy about something. You love America. What makes that so bad? What makes that so wrong? You're not bad if you want to go out and have a rally. You're not bad if what you believe in other people don't, don't believe in and they want to chastise you and criticize you. No. You have the right to freedom of thought, freedom of expression. But Moving past that, moving forward, we, we, we hold on to that. We hold that sacred, and we show force as a one unit. <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. I'm getting used to this whole environment. We move forward as a united front, and really, who can stop us then? Who can stop us? If we're, we're not just a, a rally or a grouping of conservative-minded people, what if we say some people that are Democrats, 
they have different beliefs than us, but we have some common beliefs, we don't need to demonize them. We don't need to criticize them. We say, join us for the things we disagree with. We can talk about it. We can find common ground. Imagine how powerful we could be. I'm a very conservative person, but I learned with this group, with Voice to the People, and with our new group, America Rising, that it's not geared towards one. It's geared to all. We answer to all of you. We aren't getting rich off of this. We do this because all of you want it. All of you have a need, the same need that we have. We believe there's something more and something better and something greater. What is so wrong with that? That is where we're at. That is what we're pushing forward towards. On October 10th, 2010, we're holding a rally in San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo. On that day, we're going to discuss all the issues. We're going to have dynamic speakers, everyday speakers like you and I. They're going to go up there and talk about a multitude of issues because this is a more than one issue grassroots phenomenon in this country. It's a multi-issue one. And it's time to start giving that a little bit of credence, start giving that a little bit of light, and start believing in that. And that's how we make something effective. That's how we make something successful, by coming together as one, one voice. We are one people with one voice. We may have differences of opinions, but the one thing, like I said, and I'm going to keep saying over and over again, that we believe in is that we love this country. If you don't love America and you're listening to this, well, move to Iran. They want you, and we want you to go there. But to the rest of you out there, the rest of you that can understand and appreciate common sense and a love for country and a love for thy neighbor, a love for your fellow man, you're the ones we want to appeal to because you're the ones that want what we want. We want what's best for America. And how that could ever be wrong is beyond me. So everybody, I want to thank you. For those that can, we're going to continue with the next, next segment of our show. It's going to be on libertyandfreedomradio.net, streaming live. Again, that's libertyandfreedomradio.net, streaming live, brought to you by Repatriate Radio. That's going to be Voice of the People USA Radio. But I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio. And we are going to be back next week. And next week I'll be joined by the Vice President of Voice of the People in America Rising, my co-host and my best friend, Mr. Andrew Woodring. And we're going to have guests eventually, but you know what? I want to hear from you. I am so honored that so like, we had callers, and I loved it. So thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for giving us a chance. And let's really and truly give unity and love for country a chance moving forward. We can do this. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I'm going to end before the 90-second mark because we've got to go start our other radio show. But remember, it's libertyandfreedomradio.net, streaming live, Voice of People USA Radio. This has been America Rising Radio, brought to you by Daniel Sprigwell, President and Founder of Voice of the People USA and America Rising, and Mr. Andrew Woodring, also Voice of the People America Rising. Hope you'll tune in again next week. Give us a chance. Stick with us. And ladies and gentlemen, let's move forward together. All right? God bless you all, and God bless America. I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Take care. How much is $20 million? How about $10 million or even $1 million? If you're like me, that's F-U-N money, as in fun money. 
It's take 10 trips around the world in a private jet money. It's tell your boss he has bad breath money or home theater that's better than a real theater money. Ohio Lottery jackpot games like Mega Millions, Powerball, and Classic Lotto all give you a chance at real fun money. So play an Ohio Lottery jackpot game today. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now, any Speedy Freeze up to Mighty Size is just 99 cents. 